0: guys how are you guys doing saturday night 7 p.m pacific standard time live at strange days live here in california broadcasting to the world um i was afraid i was gonna sleep in again but no here i am hope you guys are doing well um let's see let's find some good music for the background and let's get going let's have some calls hope you guys are doing well we had some good conversations yesterday and i hope to have some awesome conversations today go ahead and call the number is area code 951 977 11 59 here we go posting it up go ahead and call don't be shy we don't bite uh yeah just call us to see how everything is going i hope you guys are doing well um just got done watching some soccer games and my team lost so a little bummed out but it's okay It's i to be bummed just sports right it's amazing how sports can affect your mood Sometimes when your team loses, you, you kind of get, uh, I don't want to say depressed, but you feel down. You know, and it's, just a, it's, just a, it's just a game, just a team. We don't gain anything by it from them winning or losing, just a little bit of pride, I guess. But uh, if you die hard and following teams, um, that matters, matters to a lot of people. But it's, uh, it's interesting. Let's see. What are we doing here? What's up today with that? We kind of, you know, on the weekend, I kind of tend to zone out of the news. Um, I think we all need a break from the news. It can be quite depressing um, because of all the things that, you know, that are going up that is not really uh, positive. looking at twitter right now and or x it's a lot of pro-palestine rallies going around in the world i refuse and will not pick up a side because i believe that all around together all around together i the all around war sucks there's people getting killed on both sides and i'm not picking sides i don't agree to I don't think there's any saints when it comes to war. They're both, both parties are, both belligerent, belligerent parties are there for a reason. My heart just goes out to, to the innocent, to the kids and the innocents. Miss Tiffany Gomez. Is that name sounds familiar? Tiffany Gomez. She's the, the crazy plain lady. Finally, they got her to say uh, on camera what she saw. I mean, she's a lady that was that was talking about somebody not being real. Well, she said that that was just a figure of expression, that she didn't really lose... Uh, that she didn't really see anything. It was basically a way of expressing herself. So <laughs> all these tears about her seeing uh, some kind of... Uh, Alien or some kind of a shapeshifter were false reports. Not a lot of people say that the lady in the video is not actually the lady that um, that came out saying that it was her. I don't know. I don't really care. Um. Bitcoin seems to be on the up and up. I remember a few months ago. I don't know if you guys invest into crypto- cryptocurrency, but um, now it's 35,000. And let's see here. About a year ago, it dumped. It was, uh yeah, well, no, not really. It was, yeah, it was, the lowest was uh, about a year ago, November. It was sixteen thousand, and now it's on the way. It doubled down, doubled plus. It's on uh, thirty-five thousand. I personally liked uh, XRP. I like the uh, the technology, bef- uh, you know, behind XRP. And um, they're saying that the well, they've always been saying that the prices are going to skyrocket. Let's see here. They are currently at sixty-two cents. And they topped up, they topped off at 63 cents, but they've been steadily going up. Um, you know, about a year ago in March it was 38 cents because I bought, I bought at a quarter, I remember at one point. So yeah, you could have doubled your money. Uh, and they peaked, what are they? The 81? Oh, July 13th they peaked at 81 cents, and now XRP is at 62, steadily climbing. I think, you know, um, eventually this is a way of the future in regards to finance. Although the craze with all these different uh, meme coins uh, did have its moment. I don't think it's going to return again, as well as what, what we experienced with um, with the NFT craze. You know, this digital art. I think that had its moment. It'll be relevant again, but I don't think that it'll see the prices. Uh, could be wrong. People get excited excuse me about new tech and about investing in things that might double your money quickly or get rich scheme but um, I believe in some of the coins but I'm kind of glad that we already got through that phase of the meme coins and the NFT so now projects that have more validity um, and that have a firmer ground and more uh, th- thought-out technology are, will be able to to kind of stand uh, um, you know prove the test of time that they're indeed valuable assets to have that's why i like the xrp i am um, it's well thought out and um, it's very inexpensive to to use and implement Hopefully they'll make it easier to buy for those that are not very tech savvy. Because sometimes it's a pain in the neck, especially when, um, when you try to transfer out or you try to buy and transfer into an account. You know, in the U.S., it's uh, for a while it was uh, an illegal asset to hold, so it was harder to obtain. It's po- it was possible, but it was it was harder to obtain. Um. Let's see here. Do we have our faithful? Yeah, we have our faithful. We have um, faithful watchers. Welcome, guys. Go ahead and uh, hit up some comments in the chat. I like to. Uh, I like to read what you guys are doing. And uh, don't be shy about calling in. It's uh, 951-977-1159, and if you want to text me, if you're an international caller, go ahead and text me, and I'll call you the way I can incur the charges. You guys don't have to worry about that. I know that calling out from overseas can be quite expensive. Not as expensive, obviously, as it was at one point, but uh, yeah. Alabama mayor kills himself after blogs out his cross-dressing. That's sad. I'm a drudge, drudge report right now. Mark Zuckerberg tears uh, tore his ACL while training for an MMA fight. I wonder if that uh, Elon Musk uh, will ever take place. It's supposedly they're supposed to fight each other. That'll be fun to watch. Mark's, Mark's pretty ripped now. I think he probably has the upper hand over, um, over Elon, but it would be interesting to see. So, it was a nice hot day here in California today. I think we probably hit the 90s for October, excuse me, for November, it's, uh, You know, it used to be strange, but not anymore. Back when I was a kid, this was, you know, this winter, middle of winter already, very cold, uh, rainy. But, you know, as time progresses and things change, um, you know, temperature ceases to be what it once was. Now I'm just doing, um, how do you guys feel about, uh, daylight savings here in California? Unfortunately, we, um, we enforce it and it's unfortunate because I don't like it. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think it makes sense anymore cuts the day away I mean at getting when it gets really dark at 5 o'clock 5.30 I just think it's um, quite annoying drags the night out and I've heard different theories about what they uh, why they started Daylight Savings one of them is that um, it was supposed to so kids could go to school back when they used to walk to school uh, at a safe you know with, with lighting so it would be safe for them that's the computer brain so according to the computer brain here uh, daylight savings time was originally implemented for a few reasons uh, primarily related to energy conservation and maximizing daylight during specific times of the year here are some of the key historical reasons one of them was energy conservation um, the there was agricultural benefits it would benefit farmers by allowing them to have more daylight in the evening for agricultural activities. Uh, economic factors: longer daylight hours during the evening could encourage people to engage in outdoors rec- outdoor recreational activities. Okay, uh, reduce the need for artificial lighting. Okay, and improve the quality of life by aligning wa- waking hours closely with natural daylight. So they all seem to be on the positive side of more daylight. Uh, daylight so in essence when you go back as we're getting ready to done you know uh, getting ready to do then there's no benefits because there's more energy cost you turn on your lights earlier yes because it's darker earlier so you need the lights earlier Uh, agricultural benefits you know if you're if you used to work until seven o'clock now you're working until five so it negates that reduced need for artificial lighting uh, nope that negates that and improve quality of life I think a lot of people tend to get depressed when it gets dark really really early um, I don't like it so in essence what they could do uh, you know spring forward fall back in, in spring we go an hour ahead in fall I think we should go two hours ahead. that would make more sense instead of you know that, that would you actually increase the time of, of lighting of light. Now it would probably sun, sunrise would be delayed but it, all the kids go to school now uh, by their parents, most of them do and kids are out anyways at nighttime so we we'll just get get rid of the whole thing just you know that that would be the best i would think just get rid of it there's a few states um let me ask mr computer here i know arizona doesn't um yeah arizona doesn't hawaii doesn't puerto rico not necessarily a state but let's call it a state they don't do american samoa guam and the virgin Islands. so Basically, Arizona is the only state within um, the continental U.S. that doesn't do. And then Hawaii, is, uh, Hawaii doesn't do it either. You know, the time zone makes sense, right? Because the sun travels at a certain rate. But, uh, yeah, the other stuff, I, I, I don't agree with it. So, uh, hello to everybody that's watching. I encourage you to be active uh, start posting in the chat and start getting some calls out call me at nine five one nine seven seven eleven fifty nine so we can discuss anything related to the strange the paranormal call me with your with your stories I'd love to hear some weird stories past few nights we've been able to have uh, some awesome uh, hey Daniel how you doing buddy we were able to have uh, awesome Callers, especially uh, yesterday, I spoke with Daniel. Had a good time, telling me some good, good scary stories, good scary experiences. Daniel's also a musician, and um, I'm gonna put some st- some of his stuff so you guys can can hear it in the future. I'll post this channel in the chat so you guys can go and check out his music but here check out Daniel's music that way we support each other go and check out his music he already gave me the green light that I'm allowed to use his music on air and I'm gonna take every advantage I can Yesterday I, I kind of post, it wasn't really a riddle, it was more of like a thought experiment. I uh, mentioned that uh, I was pondering the fact of, of people that are born deaf. Uh, how, how, how do they think? Like how do they internalize thoughts? You know, most of us internalize thoughts or formulate a thought based on words, right? uh but i was wondering how people that are deaf that never heard a sound how do they internalize what is their internal dialogue like and i don't really get anybody replying or anybody um posting any theories in the chat i think i have really really shy listeners so i'm just going to use it as a tease i don't think i'm going to give away what i thought and how i came up with my theory I'll just leave it out there for you guys to ponder, and if you want me to get, if you, if you want me to get involved with my reasoning, just go ahead and, and start putting your thoughts at, in the chat, and then we communicate. So, what else has been in the news besides war and war and war? What sources do you guys use for news scouring I like uh, I like drudge I've always I've been following drudge report for a long time because it kind of boils down and it filters everything to to one page and um, I like the fact that it uses other sources um, not only American uh, webs uh, American service and uh, news services but it also utilizes uh, British or across the pond news outlets I think some other news outlets are a little bit more unbiased if you will so it's good to get a a a wide perspective before we start kind of cementing our own beliefs Nothing much, nothing cool, by the way, on the news. You know, I wonder what, um, I wonder what the end point is going to be with all the craziness going out in the Middle East. I mean, is this, um, the intro to World War 3 it sure seems that way doesn't it every day seems like more people are just wanting to get involved would it be another proxy war between the US and dot 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 I don't, I don't see for for the foreseeable future. I don't really see Russia or China getting involved, but Iran would be a formidable foe because they do have, I believe they do have um, nuclear capabilities, but then again, you got to be really, really you have to have a real death wish to to utilize that. Okay, that's pretty much it, the kiss of death for you, you know. As a, as a country, if you, if you ever, I mean, you go that route, you go that route, and that's you're cutting your own head. Yeah Danny when I, when I first uh when I first ponder that I I, I kind of like scared myself cuz I was like it's one of those questions that when you first hear it it kind of rocks your foundation We're talking about the, the the how deaf people think Danny says I wonder if deaf people have a natural inner voice or if it's totally different But in order for you to have an inner voice you need to know what a voice sounds like and if, it, if it is an inner an inner voice what language does it speak right That's what I, I initially I initially thought it was like an inner voice but then I'm like no there's no way because they don't have um, they don't have a way to make up their own language or, or could they? Do you have any comic f- uh, comic book uh, fans out there? Go ahead and put your. If you are comic book fans, go ahead and put what what kind of stuff you guys like to read. What was the name this one? So go ahead and call me with your scary paranormal, abnormal, weird questions or stories I'd love to, to hear you guys, don't be shy it doesn't um, If even if you get a little bit nervous, it's okay I mean, just pretend you're talking to somebody I mean, don't pretend, that's what we're really doing talking to somebody on the phone pretend you're calling customer service somewhere and we'll we'll get you going here you guys mostly doing right now go ahead and put that in the channel as well just watching the news I think um, you know by doing the show daily I think that I'm kind of seeing a pattern on on when people are more active than not and the weekends is probably not the best time until I build a solid following I noticed that for games you know the final game of the of the of the World Series that that's obvious it wasn't a good day because I did not have many people interaction so I might just do this uh, as a as a weekday show, and um, until I build more more of a bigger following, then probably stretch it out on the weekends. But even if you guys want to post questions, don't be you know don't be shy. I'm I'm sure you guys have experienced. Or if post questions, post uh, anything. If you ever had any. Unusual experiences, but thus far I've had some good interaction with the, with the with those that I have called in the last few days. I think this this is probably the sixth or seventh uh, live show that I've done. So thus far I've gotten a, a good amount of, uh, of 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 listens, and some people, most people actually, they seem to. Listen to the replay of the show. Then they do when they when you know. Then they do it about calling in. Yeah, I've. Uh, Daniel says, uh, have I ever watched Earth Files with Linda, uh, Linda Moltenhau? She used to, yeah. I haven't seen her show. I know I know she used to call art. I've heard a, a bunch of shows where where, uh, where she would call art, but I haven't seen her own stuff. She must be, she sounded like an older lady when she called. I wonder how old she is. Yeah, she was born in 42. Yeah, she's 81. Yeah, I know. She, she, she called art back in the she would call Art back in the I think in the, back in the mid mid 90s or early 90s. She's 81. Birth files. <coughs> um. Linda. Okay, so she has she also has a live very cool. Wednesdays at 9:30 30 p.m. Eastern, 6:30 Pacific. Okay, so she has a YouTube. Thanks. I want to subscribe to her subscribe thank you again daniel for putting that yeah i want to I'm, i went to the, it's uh youtube uh yeah it's a at earth files that's the name of it, her show and um seems to me that she has uh quite the following to be honest with you and that she has a lot of uh interesting topics Thank you for that, I, I, I'm already there. Antarctica, Antarctica, alien secret path beneath the eye. You know, the, Antarctica is very fascinating. It has a lot of uh, weird occurrences and it has um, a lot of uh, mystery surrounding Even the um, mystery surrounding even how to how to get get to visit that place is. I mean, it's not an easy place to go to. But I heard that there's a lot of red tape you gotta cross before you you're able to go there, and it's very limited where you could go. I wouldn't mind spending some time in Antarctica if I was uh If I was a single guy, I probably would do that. Go up there for, I think once you're there, during winter there, there's no way that somebody can uh, get you. So you have six months. I uh, I wouldn't mind to go there if I was single to, to go there for, you know, Sorry, I'm just reading something else. Um, to to go there and kind of uh, and, and, and have that experience, I think it'll be pretty cool. Not only that, but I I also think that uh, so, uh, periods of, of uh, solitude can kind of help you grow as a person. When you sort of when you just get away from from things, it helps you. It helps me grow at times just to. Uh, be totally uh, tuned out from you know from all the stuff media and phones and what have you so the the lines are open and um, if you guys want to call talk about anything that you desire with your scary stories anecdotes yeah, other than that if it if everything remains pretty slow I'm I'll probably call it call off the show uh at 45 so in about 15 minutes i'll give some people because i have listeners it's just that uh a lot of people are, it doesn't seem like you guys wanna call tim how are you buddy tim's here from wacky wisdom network Tim, I believe he hits—he hits a group. He has—he also has his own calling, uh, calling call-in show maybe, or a podcast. If, Tim, go ahead and post it on the, on the on the chat so we can join the podcast and we can have others join you. Thank you for for listening today, Tim. Appreciate it. There is a gentleman named, we'll talk about some interesting things while we we wait to see if there's anybody that calls, but uh, thank you Tim, I'm doing well. Uh, There's a Frenchman, uh, there was a Frenchman named Michael Lotito, uh, and in 1978 this gentleman set up uh, a Guinness World Record. He actually ate an entire Cessna 150 airplane over a period of two years. He completely chopped the plane. He consumed small metal parts and pieces by grinding them into very tiny bits and washing them down with mineral oil. I remember watching this as a kid on, on um, That's Incredible. That was an awesome show. That was it was on the air from 1980 to 84. That's it? Okay. Yeah, it was a it was a great show five seasons it was on from yeah from 1980 to 1984 and I, I distinctly remember watching that that uh watching that then they had a spin-off since they had a spin-off um from doesn't say the years the, the that's incredible yeah from 88 to 89 so one season I remember that too the original hosts were uh, John Davidson, Kathy Lee Crosby, and Frank Tarkenton. For those that are uh, Minnesota Vikings fan, uh, he was an awesome quarterback from the 70s. It was a great show. Uh, the, other, the other show that I really enjoyed when I was a kid was uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not with uh, Jack Palace. I remember the theme song for that used to freak me out, man. And Ripley's always, I've always had interest for Ripley's. I remember his books and, and uh, his drawings are very, very uh, interactive. I like the way, you know, they always caught my attention. And they have a Ripley's museum here in, uh, in California that I was able to go to. Very cool. He also had a radio show back in the 1930s. But the, yeah, the, the television show uh, came out, I believe, in the early 80s. So let's see. Yeah, it came, actually it was a second show, it came, uh, there was a a show prior to that, which was obviously a radio show, and it was hosted by Mr. Ripley, that was from 1949 to 1950, and uh, after that ABC picked up a, a television show from 82 to 86, and it was hosted by Jack Palance, Palance. And I think his his, also, uh, his his daughter was in the show, if, if I remember correctly. Then there was a third revival in the two thousands with Dean Cain, who, who played Superman. But it was an awesome show. I uh, I used to love the like I said that the opening theme of music used to freak me out. And you can always you know there's always uh, that's what I like about YouTube. You can find a lot of stuff in YouTube. There was. Um, there's all the episodes of of this show on YouTube that you can check out. So Ripley's and that's incredible or two shows. So like I said, I'm probably gonna have, um, I think Saturday may, may not be a good night to, to hold the show until I get more of a, of a listening audience because uh, it's kind of slow. I notice people are doing, you know, they're out and about doing other things. Obviously, it's the weekend. The last thing they probably want to do, they're doing is sitting home. I'm very... Uh, I'm a homebody, so I'm always kind of hanging out here. But, yeah... Um, it'll probably be a weekend thing uh, a weekday thing and we'll see missing daniel green posts missing 411 with David Pilates on YouTube is good I remember that's incredible very good show I liked in search of all men in search of yeah I love that I loved in search of Uh, I love the music um, the music they play in that show was like a 70s uh kind of synthesizer music that i kind of added more uh, appeal to the to the show itself and that was hosted by mr spock that was an awesome show in search of i still sometimes uh watch those episodes on youtube they have a lot of those Boy, so this is, this one actually uh, debuted in 77 and it went, it went from 77 to what well, has been syndicated. So obviously it's been there a long time, but the, yeah, the initial run was from 77 to 82. Did you guys ever watch the Chariots of the Gods movie? It's also a book. chariots of the gods yeah leonard nimoy was was good at presenting uh things but like i tell you that the music was um was very cool i remember the distinctly remember the bigfoot episode on in search of and i like when they do the recreations same thing with um, unsolved mysteries. I mean, if you want to talk about creepy music, I think that takes the cake. Unsolved mysteries. That music, man, it makes you even up to now it makes your head, your hair stand on end. They had some some awesome episodes too. And there was another show that I used to watch. Uh, this was back in the late '90s. And it was, uh, it was on, um, m- it was called Mysteries and Scandals by A.J. Benza, Mysteries and Scandals. Uh, yeah, Mysteries and Scandals. A.J. Benza, this was um, 98 through th- th- uh, 2001. This is a cool show too. I like the way that they, uh, used to, that they would um, recreate some of the scenes and some of the, some of the stories. That was uh, these are all really cool shows. AJ Benz, I think you know I saw him a few years ago and I, something happened to him because. I remember I saw him on TV and it seems like you had different, uh, they had different difficulty moving around. I think you probably had like a, a stroke or something happened to him. And we all get old, right? We all just, the body deteriorates. I also used to um oh I remember sightings, yeah sightings was a cool show as well. I think that was on Fox Sightings TV series nineteen ninety two so though this was that old huh? I don't know, I thought it was okay. So yeah, Fox ninety one through ninety-three Yeah, this was a cool show. I think this is around the same time that the X Files uh, probably started coming out. I mean, I know the X Files wasn't—it was just uh, make believe—but they kind of came around that same time, mid '90s, was when we had like there was like a, a big uh, revival on, on UFO stuff. I used to watch also the 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 eighties. The, they had these episodes. There, there were like one-off TV shows with. Um, let me see here. Bill, Bill Bixby, Bill Bixby, remember he played the Hulk back in the nineteen seventies. He sometimes used to have these shows on on TV where, for example, like. Uh, Elvis like that he was still alive or let me see here, I look at the credits you know in the 80s I used to like watching him you always have the controversial stuff on yes uh yeah it doesn't show that the the, the or does it, it doesn't show but anyways Uh, Daniel says also, there was an also called, oh yeah, Beyond Belief. Beyond Belief, I remember that. VH1 used to have like a lot of these shows too, at a certain time. Yeah, but Beyond Belief was the show, yes, 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 I remember this. This was the show where they presented you with like three stories, and one of the stories was supposed to be a true story, and you had to kind of like guess which one was which. I remember this show, it was cool. There was a 80s show. They used to come out they used to come out uh, do you guys remember a show called The Monsters? It was uh it was like a horror anthology series. It says here it ran from eighty-eight to ninety-one. And it would have a a weird, like the intro, you would have like a weird family of aliens getting in and watching the, you know, watching uh, a TV. And they would have like these weird, sort of like creep show type episodes. It was called Monsters. And they also had another one that used to come out uh, in the eighties at nighttime. Let me see it. So I remember monsters. I remember watching that. Um, obviously, uh, Tales, from the, uh, Tales from the Dark Side. That's what it was called. Yeah, Tales from the Dark Side. I remember. <coughs> Probably gonna go watch some of these on YouTube later on today. Music was kind of creepy too. So I did a search and they had all these shows. Had, well, Tales from the Crypt, obviously, uh, Tales from the Dark Side, Alfred Hitchcock Presents. That's, you know, it's probably 60s, 70s, or 50s. Those were those are good. Not as good as the Twilight Zone. I mean, you can't really do better than the Twilight Zone but uh yeah that was scary and then steve uh, steven spielberg had uh, amazing stories that was also an 80s show that i remember watching there was this one episode when uh, there was a, a guy who was uh, it was an airplane world war ii airplane and i think the tires blew out and i distinctly remember that the belly gunner the guy who was obviously if the plane landed the plane would have landed on this guy and killed him the belly gunner who's uh, who sits at the bottom of the plane uh his Something happened, some kind of damage, and so his door was 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 unable to be open, and the plane's wheels wouldn't come down, so they had to land. And uh, the belly gunner was was an artist; he would draw. And uh, I'm not gonna ruin the, the show for you that episode, but <coughs> the ending is very cool. There was there's some there was something called tales of The Unexpected I, I don't remember that show Also, the Unexpected oh well this was in 79 I was probably too little back then to watch but it, it was British okay I'm not knocking on British but sometimes again sometimes British shows are a little bit dry old shows no offense if you're in, in Britain But yeah, some of the shows were a little bit uh, dry. But I'm going to... Tales of the Unexpected. Daniel asked me if I have a favorite Twilight Zone episode. Um, Boy, that's a hard one. It's funny because one of my kids loves to watch the Twilight Zone with me. So there's a few that I've... That you kind of watch the second time around, and you're like, man, this show. This was really. This was a really cool episode. Mm. I'm trying to think. You know, the 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 one that that uh, comes to mind was the one with. There's um, there's a, a some kind of earth civilization that tried to. Um, they tried. They were even trying to get to a different planet, or something must have happened, and then the the rocket or the the shuttle that they were traveling in crash lands in a certain planet, and you know they start. The captain of that ship happens to to be the person that started sort of, you know, directing and and being the one in charge of of all the survivors. And I think uh, something happens when when they actually fix the ship or somebody comes down and offers them a ride home, and and the captain refuses to go. He said, you know, he he thinks he has it really good at his new uh, location, right? And the heartbreaking thing of the episode is right right as the, the ship, everybody chose to go and they begged them to go with them. And uh, the final scene, you see this guy have a change of heart right when the rocket's taking off. And, you know, it plays on the emotion of isolation. Is it, is it called The Old Man in the Cave? I also like the one where there's uh, there were some astronauts that get uh, they're supposed to go on a mission and uh, they, they 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 crash land on a strange planet and then all of a sudden at the end of the show they you know they they're about to get rescued but they start getting in fights and they, some even one of them gets killed or two of them get killed and it turns out that they they're still on Earth. Very cool stuff, man. Rod Serling was just something else. He wrote them. I'm sure he. Yeah, I think seems like he wrote the majority of all the episodes. Let's see, old men in the cave. So, old man in the cave was uh, an episode from season five, episode seven. Yeah, 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 I remember this one. <clears throat> there was those three soldiers that kinda show up and there was food. Yeah, I remember this episode. This episode was was very good, yes. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, there's a lot of shows. Then there was another he came up with something called Night Gallery as well. This is uh, Rod Rot Serling, came out with Night Gallery, which is another sort of shows that took on the persona of uh, of the Twilight Zone. Fascinating guy, man. That's kind of somebody I would have liked to have met. Died very young, this, this guy. He died, he died at 50 years old. There's a lot of uh, a lot of filmography. Yeah, if you go to, there's a lot of stuff that he did actually. Night Gallery from, was from '70 70 to '73. That's funny. He even uh, narrated uh, the Under Undersea World of Jacques Cousteau. I used to watch this as a kid. I didn't know he was a narrator. That's that's funny. So the Twilight Zone only ran for uh, for five years. the the original 59 or 64. There was also the the show called Patterns that predated that from 1955. Um, And I think that's considered to be like one of the first um, like Twilight Zone ish kind of episodes. So it was a bit more likely a play that, that he wrote. Interesting people. Daniel writes, I have all the Twilight Zone episodes on DVD. Rod Serling lived upstate New York. But very very cool. Where did, yeah he was a he was a veteran, I had no idea. He has wow. So he uh he was uh, the, was he a parachutist? Yeah, was, uh, U.S. Army. He enlisted in the army, and he became um, he had paratrooping, uh training. Wow, I did not know. I didn't know he was a, a veteran, and he was a. Let me see. You know, he saw okay. Fought in the Philippines. I mean, this guy is condecorated, He has a combat infantryman badge, he has a bronze star, he earned a purple heart. American campaign, obviously, because he saw World War II victory medal, Philippine uh, liberation. Very, very cool. No idea. Yeah, he was in the Pacific in World War Two. That's awesome. I, I had no, I, again, I had no idea that he uh, he was a veteran. All right, fellas. Well, it's seven. We went. I went over. Uh, but uh, I thank you guys uh, for, for staying um, for staying here it's almost eight I'm gonna call it a night um, and we'll see how this uh, you know I might might skip tomorrow uh, I have a yeah I'll skip tomorrow and then I'll be back on Monday and then we'll just take it from there we'll see And I thank you guys for being the faithful listeners. Danny, thank you for being here. Uh, Mr. JD, thank you for joining the show. Tim, thanks as always for being here. And um, have a good night, guys. God bless you guys. Have a good Sunday. Enjoy with with your family. Watch some of these shows that we talked about. And signing off.
1: God bless you guys. Thank you.